Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, we are back, and we are back better than ever, Rob. How are we doing, big fella? Good. How are yourself, Tom? Good man. This is a, this is a bit of a change of pace for us. We're back tonight. Yeah, we're going we're going back to how we originally started. Yeah, we're back tonight. It's kind of odd, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm a bit tired. Yeah, no. I, I, to be honest with you, I, I like the day more, and I like having the garage door open. I see you got a fire going. It's fire season already. Um, yeah, but it's just kind of weird doing this with the garage closed and it's pitch black outside. Right. Yep. Garage is pitch dark. I'm just sitting in there with the light. Right. Um, was cleaning up the garage earlier, so I decided to start a fire. Figured we'd have a nice little, you know, ambiance for the for the recap. Yep. Um, that being said, Rob, we are officially done with the 2020 season. 20. God, I did it again. You keep on doing that. Yeah, 2022 season. We're not, you know, you must be still stuck in the COVID era. But um, yeah, no, it's I don't know. Wednesday was kind of uh, handing out the awards. It was kind of like. Uh, bittersweet at the end, right? Because there was really that was it, man. Gave out the last trophy and um, you know, done for the season. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but I there was a little bit of a relief on on the on the way into work. I had at least. Like, oh yeah, well you're going to work. Well, I still had to be there. No, I'm just well, I'm no, I like, yeah. No, season, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the season being over, like yeah, yeah, it was definitely a. A good feeling, but then you know, the next day slash like CGT week hit, and I'm like, okay, well, now I'm kind of, now I'm kind of bored. Now I'm sad. Right, I did it. Yeah, like I, I, I had like sitting in front of my computer, not having anything to do for it. You know, it was kind of like, what the hell? But yeah, it was, um, it was, yeah, like you said, it, it, it was nice and a relief to have all three championships done because. You know, you want everything to go smoothly and you don't want anything, no, any, you don't want any hiccups or anything like that. And it seemed like, you know, for the most part, I mean, we had a frost delay on Saturday, but we couldn't help that. And um, it wasn't that bad, actually. Um, so, but yeah, it was, it was a little sad. Now I'm sad because it's like, right. you know, you got a fire going. It's getting to be really cold, even though I do like the cold and, right. you know, golf is pretty much going to be moved indoors in the next like week or so. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not crazy cold out. It's it's definitely like today was nice, you know, working outside, you know, not sweating. But yeah, to, to your point, yeah, Saturday was it was cold in the morning, um, warmed up pretty quickly. But um, yeah, no hiccups. You know, everything. I think all three championships went pretty smooth. To be honest, yeah, um, we couldn't. We could. We said what did we said? We said it every time. Every championship, we could not. We lucked out with the weather. You know, it was it ended up 
in our favor with all three tours and being this late into October, it was, it was windy on Saturday, but I mean, it's also wide open out there. So, yeah, I mean, the, the fan was blowing out there on Saturday. I'll be honest with you. That's, that was the first time seeing that course and man, that, that looked beautiful. I thought it was a, a great track. I, I mean, I wish I played, but it was, it, it looked awesome. Yeah. Prairie landing is awesome. Um, going back, it, like I said, it's it's similar to, to Harborside. I've, I don't think I've ever played there and the wind hasn't been blown. Uh, it's always super windy out there. It's just in a weird spot. You know, it's like in the middle of nowhere, kind of up elevated next to an airport. So it's kind of just wide open for, for Mother Nature. Right. I thought that was cool, though, watching the uh, planes take off. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That was that kind of reminded me of being out in uh, Arizona playing, uh, I think it was Falcon Dunes next to the Navy, the uh, Air Force Base. Um, but yeah, that was cool. And then the other part, like how you pointed out, which I didn't know was those, what, three practice holes, yeah. that whole side over there. I mean, they had they had such a great setup. And they, even the bar inside was cool to sit there and watch. So Yeah, the the three practice holes is, is super shady, um, not really known about, especially for like new people that – you know, they played it for the first time. Yeah. Their practice facility is awesome. Like their putting green practice green is humongous. And then you have obviously those, there's two full holes. And then, you know, I believe a, a par three in between those three practice holes. So, I mean, realistically you can go out there and if like nobody's out there, you could play nine holes. Practice right. Holes. right. You know, you could do a ton of work out there. Um, yeah. Prairie landing is awesome. Super good course. It was in super good shape. Uh, but, but like I said, the, the wind was blowing. And I think that made it pretty, it was playing super tough, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, watching them coming in on 18, even though the wind was with them. I, I mean, you saw a lot of part five guys getting on in two, but you also saw quite a few guys try to go for it and be short um, and, you know, kind of get a little trouble. But yeah, that wind was pretty intense out there. Yeah. I mean, even on the first tee, um, definitely noticed it on what five, I think it is the par five or is that seven, uh, wind was kind of just in the face guys were, yeah, yeah. the ball was just staying up in the air. Well, the par three on 12, when we watched those guys, it was like hitting a brick wall was like two twelve pin playing like two thirty something. And just every ball just went straight up, you know, type deal thing. Yeah, it was it was for sure playing tough. Um, so we knew it was going to be a, a long day. And, you know, whoever came out on top had to, you know, just have a somewhat steady round because there was a ton of trouble out there. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of fescue. Uh, we played it lateral, especially because of the wind. I think that was a good choice. I think it could have been a, a long round. Um, I know it was a long round for for some guys, but. It, it could have been bad if we were playing, you know, uh, yeah. lost ball. So, yeah, a lot of trouble there, a lot of water. Um, but the course is beautiful, man. It, it's such a good track. I wish it was closer because, you know, I'd probably, it, it'd probably be in my rotation like three times out of the year. Yeah. Um, but we do have another new champion round. The yes, we do. New Westside Tour champion. And that is Mr. Gary Walker. Congrats, yep. congrats, Mr. Walker. He uh, was uh, he was caught off guard. He didn't. I don't think he had any clue, which I thought was kind of funny because he. I mean, he shot even. 
you know, not even. It was yeah. well, let's see. He shot 41 on the front. He had a really yeah. good front. Um, fell apart on the back, shot 10 over with a triple on 13. So he he was definitely maybe a little nervous coming in. Maybe, maybe a little. You know, I think that win didn't help. I think that picked up a lot after you left, to be honest with you. It got a little, yeah. little uh, dicey out there. Maybe stamina was an issue. <laughs> I, hey, man. I mean, it's, it was a long day out there. Yeah, it was. it was. Just looking at his card, I mean, the front, super, super steady. Only one double on the front. Like I said, shot five over on the front for, you know, uh, 41. You know, that's a great front for a, a 12-7. So, uh, the back, like I said, shot 10 over. Um, but hey, it got the job done for, yeah. like you said, he shot even net. Um, and it was enough to, you know, hold on and, and you know, secure the the title as yeah. 22 Westside Tour champion. And there are, there are a few low rounds out there. I think Kellen had a good round. I think he was 82 um, gross. Um, and he even said it was playing pretty hard. He's a, He's he's a single camper. Um, a guy fired what an eighty, I think, too, a kid. Um, but yeah, it was like I said, it was fun watching those guys coming on eighteen because it was a risk reward, you know, going in for the eagle versus the birdie. Um, so that was cool to see. Right, right, and we'll go over the top seven overall winners um, on the West Side Tour. Rob, obviously, one Gary Walker, champion. Two Darren Hinkle. Uh, three. Hyder Khan, four, Willard Lozo, five, Ray Satowski, five, our guy, Bill Blomquist, and rounding out the top seven, Stephen Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And that's your top seven overall, Rob. All in all, great day. I mean, it was it was good to see a lot of um, faces that we saw last year, especially the Blomquists, um, the new faces. You know, Darren Hinkle was a great dude. Yep. Uh, Nick Rasa, Ray Stowski, um, Tyler, all those dudes. I mean, such a good crew. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's one thing I've I've kind of noticed, especially because we don't really get to do this a whole lot in terms of you know one day events. Um, is just that in general on all three tours, they're just all good dudes. You know what I mean? Um, each group obviously has you know, a select, you know, um, group of buddies, but like, you could just tell, you know, guys coming up that were, they're fired up to check in and, you know, they were thanking us for, for doing what we do. And, um, they're just easy to talk to golfers, you know, it's, it's cool to see, you know, um, everybody kind of has the same interest and everybody gets along and it was just good to, see new people and in some of the old guys that have been on or some of the vets that have been on the tour for the last couple of years. Yeah, it was, I mean, we're all what golf sickos, right? So it's pretty cool when we all get together and sit there and talk and hang out and yeah, everybody's easy going. That's what, like you said, that's the best part about, you know, the three championships and, you know, meet new people just like, you know, uh, Jay Brazier even says, you know, he's, he, it's a great meeting new guys, right? You get to talk, meet, make friends, stuff like that. So it's, it's really cool to see everybody out there and enjoying it and actually getting into it. And, you know, I can't tell you, I think there was like three or four guys on Saturday said, you know, they liked new guys that like 
getting into it because of the comp- getting their competitive juices back, right? So, I mean, that's what we're here for. Well, yeah. Speaking of, Rob, the feedback slash surveys have been out. Yeah. And they've been great since shooting those out. They've probably been out only maybe, what, three, four days? Yeah, a couple of days. I think we shot them out on Sunday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So, so if you're listening you haven't seen it yet, make sure to check your email. Make sure to check out uh, those feedbacks. Get it back to us. Let us know what you thought. Uh, a lot of great responses up until this point. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Um, I think, who was I telling? Maybe it was Darren. It's easy for us, Rob. You know, obviously, we both still play in it. You play in the West. I play in the South. But it's easy for you and I to kind of have a blurred vision and an admin kind of perspective, blurred vision. So it's nice to be able to get, you know, additional, you know, insight from the actual player's perspective. Yeah, for sure. On how things have gone. That's probably my favorite part about it is, you know, just reading some of these and I'm like, Oh man, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't think about it like that or, you know, I never, I never really thought about it that way or, so it's it's really good feedback, and it's mm-hmm. super important that we get that feedback, um, you know, and that we lean on you guys. Obviously, it's it's you guys that have have made the tour what it is today. You know, it gets better and better each year because of your guys' feedback. So mm-hmm. um, keep giving it to us. You know, um, any suggestions, ideas you guys have, we're super open to them. So um, with that being said, Rob, I actually. I lied to you about taking a break. Um, I went ahead and fired off like five emails for the Southside Tour schedule. Really? Yeah. I couldn't sit still the other night. I wow. Was, yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give a teaser out, Rob, in the first, the first uh, podcast, although, you know, the season just ended, but just based on, Everything that's happened over the year, um, some of the feedbacks, guys I've talked to, this is Southside Tour only, but it's going to be a coming back tour. And I'll leave it at that. Coming back tour. The coming back tour. Okay. However you want to take that, whether that's proximity or that's courses that we've played in the past, but it's the coming back tour, 2023. All right. That's you got my uh got you've piqued my interest. Yeah. I think yeah, I think you'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Um but yeah. And you just couldn't sit still already firing it out. All right. Yeah. I, I like it. I like wanted it. Wanted to well, you and I have had this count. It's so hard to get a hold of people. Um right. once these guys check out for the year. And I get it, you know, they've had a super long year, they're they're kind of just fried and they go on vacation. And you right. Florida and I step away from the club, you know, guys aren't golfing. So it's tough to get a hold of these guys, believe it or not. So I figured while it's still nice out, they're still, you yeah. know, they're still at their desk. I might as well throw a couple of feelers out. Now, don't get me wrong. Like the courses that we've been, you know, our staples. So for instance, Ravislow, you know, mm-hmm. uh, our masters, like they know we're coming back. That's, yeah. that's, right. that's a big deal. Um, but the the new courses that you know I wanted to interchange, wanted to fire those off. Um, yeah, got the got all the thank yous out to the courses. Very nice. Um, yeah, I just I wanted to get things wrapped up that way. You and I, 
which I think we're doing next week. We're going to yep. for our um, our season end recap. We're literally we print out all of their surveys and go through them, um, and then you know go through our notes for the year, see what you know what changes are going to be made, what's doable, what's not, schedules, you know, et cetera. So, right. and I think we're going to do the, do the pod together. I think so. Yeah. That'll be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Um, speaking of other golf news, Rob, did you catch any of the Shriners? You know, I know it's been a while. I Saturday kicked my ass Sunday. Sunday I felt, oh, Sunday I finished uh had to finish the deck and had no one had a birthday party. So I didn't really get to see any of it. I caught I saw the winner by scrolling through Instagram to see who the PGA tour posted. I saw Canley on Saturday what he shot, but I didn't really honestly pay any attention to it on Sunday. Did you see Cantley on the 18th hole? Uh after I saw Kim one, I went back and saw on Twitter what he did with the uh what he took a triple bogey on 18, right? Yeah, he was like in the desert and then went into the water, completely shit the bed. Yeah. Um, I didn't catch much of it either, to be honest. Um, zero of it Thursday, Friday. Um, a little bit of it when I got to work on Saturday and then a little bit of it Sunday. But yeah, Tom Kim, I mean. Yeah, second win, right? Yeah, I mean, did, do you think the President's Cup just. You know, him up, you know, start, yeah. Yeah, I mean, put some confidence into him and and skyrocketed his you know ability. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that helps. I mean, but you know what? He's 20, right? He's young. Yeah, 20. Yeah. Two 20s. wins. Yeah, because he's he's up there with what Tiger, right? Yeah, um, Tiger. Yeah, I think Tiger was like 20 and eight months or something, and Tom Kim was like 20 and three months. Yeah. So first two wins, but yeah, I mean, the kid's electric. Kid's good. Um, yeah. It's I crazy. caught him. Uh, what was it last night? I was watching the Zozo laying in bed, and I saw I saw his his swing on the part three, and it was like because I think it's raining last night, if I remember. Um, and uh, it was like a one handed swing, and it just it was like a Hideki thing, right? You know, where you, you, you take that bad swing, and I think it ended up all right, but um, but no, I do like him. I'm glad he won. I, I think uh, between the Presidents Cup, uh, how awesome. You know his reactions were and everything, so it's good to see. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's guys like him that are going to keep carrying the tour. It's very similar to like kind of Max Homa. You know, once Max got like his first win, he just went on a tear. Yeah, um, you know the confidence, especially in golf, confidence will will carry you a, a pretty sure. way. Yeah, um, it's crazy to think about, but yeah, we're actually recording this on Thursday, so Zozo has already started. Yep. Um, we obviously don't have T's picks, although T did send me his picks. We just, you know, we're a little bit late jumping on the, uh, the recording of this episode. So but by the time you guys hear this, which will be tomorrow, um, Friday, Zozo is already underway. But yep. going back, Rob, let's talk overall CGT. How do you think the year went overall, you know, amongst all three tours, whether that's from the player side or the admin side, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it went pretty fast. I can't believe we went through the whole season already. It was crazy. I feel like we just started, right? I felt like we were just at Tinley Golf Show, to be honest with you. Um, but 
the season went, I think, I think it went good. Um, you know, we had a couple of hiccups, but you know, it's, it wasn't anything major. Um, you know, everything was handled well and, you know, we did what we had to do to keep the integrity of the tour. Right. So, but as far as like each tour went, it was good to see new people. It's great to see new guys sign up. Um, it's awesome. The emails throughout the year or throughout the season, I should say, um, I, 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 like I said, I don't see any major problems. Like the surveys now, like seeing some stuff, seeing some comments, like about to change some things. A lot of that made sense. You know, obviously we'll try to work to make it better. Um, but as far as like, and then the championships days, how they went, I think the excitement was there. I love seeing that. I thought that was great. Um, you know, but as far as like overall, I thought, this season went smoother than last season, um, to be honest with you. Uh, I think we learned from last season for the 2023 season and oh, 2022 season. So next year, you know, hopefully whatever hiccups we had this year, we'll iron those out for next year. So yeah. I think it went pretty good. I agree. Um, <clears throat> I think from an admin standpoint, I think this was obviously our, our most smooth year. Yeah. Um, and honestly, Rob, I don't know if you know this or not. There wasn't one person kicked off the tour this year. Zero, zero boots. Zero boots? Zero boots. Wow. Zero boots. Oh, that's good then. Well, I, I think that I think that has to do with how we went to tournament rounds only. Um, yeah. how we got rid of CDGA. Yep. Um, it's just with with outside rounds. There's just too much going on. Um, oh yeah, you're you're so, completely right on that. Yeah, it just it made things a lot easier. Um, it was it was more straightforward. I, I think it was less cumbersome. Um, yeah, from an admin standpoint, I think we ironed out a lot of things with LBK and you know the player handbook where the the transition was just it was much smoother. You know, there's always there's always going to be something. Um, and there's always room for improvement without a doubt. So that's yeah. why, you know, with the surveys and everything, um, I think that's a huge benefit, like you, you've said. So, right. Right. And that's, and that's on time on. So the, the surveys are, are essentially because guys, the, don't get me wrong. There's already been a handful of guys who have sent us emails um, aside from, you know, the feedback survey, which is great. Um, not everybody does that, obviously. And not everybody will do, you know, the surveys or the feedback. Um, so the, the small sample size that we do get, we obviously pay close attention to those. Um, and then, you know, like I said earlier, we, we meet at the end of the year, we discuss those, see what we could do to, you know, to make next year even better. Right. And I'll tell and you, that's it, but the one big thing I, th I think was great about this year and, I think it's going to get better next year is Slack, right? I thought yeah, that was cool to create that message board community that helped out a lot of people. We still have a lot of people that didn't join it, which right. I hope that changes next season because it is very beneficial as one could imagine trying to find tea times or just find new guys to play with or, you know, even just to talk golf. So right. I think that was a huge bonus this year. Huge bonus. And we, but we, there's been a lot of, you know, what was your favorite takeaway? And the guy said Slack. 
So yeah. there's been a lot of those responses. Um, Slack is also another uh, opportunity or route that I'm going to do here in the next like week, let things kind of settle down. Um, but for guys that, you know, aren't email guys, but are on Slack, basically I'm going to go into Slack and just start firing off questions and, and picking people's brains and yep. getting the chatter going for next year. I'm sure it's going to be lively. Um, so it's just, it's just a great communication platform for us to be able to go in there and do that. Um, you know, aside from trying to find people to, you know, test for you or, or just play with or just talk off. Um, right. It's definitely going to be beneficial for us for like right now. We can go in there and we still have access to those guys. To your point, I think the season, you know, from the player side was was awesome too. Um, I think it was it was much more streamlined. I think things were just a little bit easier to find, um, especially on our website. Um, just overall, I think it was just a lot better than last year. Um, and last year was a lot better than the year before. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, there are little things that help and. T sheet was one of them, you know, guys used it religiously, which was good to see. Um, I also think it helped the guys that didn't know many people, you know, so I thought that was a great ad and that helped out people. So, I mean, like you said, this year was good. Next year will be better and we'll just build on it. Yep. Yeah. Another big one, Rob, is the, is the attester things. It, it's kind of always been mixed. Um, even going back to like the pods that we used to do in general, the testers aren't going away. It's just, yeah, right. it's it just, you know, I think the, um, the integrity of the league would, would, would go south if mm -hmm. you got rid of the testers. Um, I get it. You guys like to play with your buddies. There's a lot of things that we're going to work on in the off season, basically. Yeah. Right. Basically. Yeah. I mean, the, the season overall, I think went really, really, really smooth. Um, Obviously, you know, registration is always crazy. It's super chaotic. Yep. Um, so once we get past that part, then it's 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 pretty easy going. Um, but even during the, the course of the year, there's things that come up and, you know, um, things that happen that we have to respond to. Um, overall, I think it, it really went swell. Yeah. Um, Shout out to uh, whoever since they're anonymous, whoever uh, said in their comments that they liked my uh, encore snacks. appreciate that one. I saw that. I saw that. That was their favorite takeaway was Rob. Was, yeah, I appreciate that. Rob's encore snack. I think it's Jeff or, your, or Hooks or yeah. that is, those are the two I thought about. Yeah. Why do you call it? You, you know his last name is Hook, right? Well, his, his last name is Hooker, but we call him Hook. I thought you guys call him Hooks. That's why. I I'm pretty sure, but I get that. Yeah. All right. No. Well, last couple of times you've, you've decided to um, make it plural as in there was more than one hook. So hooks. And I'm like, maybe he thinks we call him hooks because he like duck hooks it. Or I don't know why. He I know his last name is, but I'm pretty sure every time I play, been around him, someone say, hey, hooks. That's the only reason why I say it. I, hey, I like hooks. So if I'm offending you, hook, I apologize. Oh, you might be offended, Hooks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just I thought it was funny because you said it. Ah, oh, cramp, Rob. You said it last week. 
And I'm like, I wonder if he knows if it's that we call him hook. And then yeah, again, hooks. I'm like, ah, never mind. Okay. Hey, hook. I'll make a mental note. I thought we we're in the safe tree here, but I apologize. Yeah, we're in the safe tree. It's all right. Um, but that's a wrap, Rob. And we'll so the idea is we'll slowly start to drop. Um, once we solidify and come to an agreement on things that are going to happen as far as changes, mm-hmm. we'll slowly start to feed those to the guys, uh, yep. via the podcast. And then also you and I talked about after the new year, something new that we're going to start doing is sending out uh, a quarterly newsletter. Yeah. No, I like the idea a lot. Yeah. So the newsletter is going to come out probably definitely after the new year. Um, We'll have a, a TBD on that, but yeah. So keep listening to the podcast. We're gonna, you know, discuss things in the next couple of weeks. We're we're probably gonna dive a lot deeper into the recap um, and what things are gonna change. You know, in the next coming uh, episodes, this was kind of just a a final, you know, send off for the tours, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, once once Rob once Rob and I have some time to get into the into the surveys, uh, some time to meet. We'll start breaking it down. We already have a huge list of, of things that we're considering. So uh, just keep that in mind. But like I said, um, everything that's going to be coming, you know, we're going to talk simulators. Yep. Um, that simulator is probably going to be fired up next time we we see each other, which will be next week. Yep. Um, I'm itching for, for some golf wrap. Yeah, I, I'm ready. I want to play too. So, have you played yet? Since I have not, but I leave tomorrow for Geneva National, so I'm pretty pumped. Playing all weekend up there. So, uh, Trevino on Saturday and Palmer on Sunday, and then uh, I forgot where we're playing tomorrow as a warm up tomorrow Ooh. afternoon. Trevino, if I remember correctly, Trevino is better, right? So I personally, like, my, my bachelor party was there. My cousin got married there. I personally like Palmer. Uh, I'm a, a, I like player a lot. I like, it's an easier course player. than player. Player, I, I, I enjoyed player a lot. Um, Trevino, I don't think I've ever played Palmer. I've definitely played Trevino and player, um, but I like player a lot for sure. Was player, is player the one where you're coming back towards the lake on like 15, 16? 15, 16, there's a par three, longer par three, but it's basically you're, you're looking at the lake. I'm pretty sure Palmer's on the lake. I could be wrong, but I thought, um, you know, it's been a few years since I played there. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I'm pretty sure Palmer was going back on the lake, but player. Yeah. Trevino. I'm not too thrilled about Trevino, but like I said, I'm, I'm just excited to get out there and play, to be honest with you. I did, uh, Shout out to Hook. I did order um, some hand warmers to bring up there with me. So that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Maybe, uh, never mind. I'll save the jokes. <laughs> uh, we're going to jump right into the top three route. Are you ready? Okay. For- yeah, I'm ready. It's off season, babe. Okay. From base, based on your season this year, what are the top three things you're going to work on this off season? <laughs> We're getting to that already. Um, 
I'm going to I fucking did it again. I switched clubs in the middle of the season, fucked myself over. So wow. I'm sticking with my clubs that I have in the bag right now. And that's all I'm doing. Um, I need to work on that just to get those dialed in. I do want to switch out some wedges and get maybe fitted for them because I just want to be able to not always have to, you know, do a bumper run or anything like that. So I think the next thing is just to go up to 70 and get fitted for the wedges and do the right thing. Um, and then, uh, that's about it. You know, I don't think I need anything else new, um, but more of just the full wedge shots I want to work on. Um, and just, you know, making sure the irons that I'm playing are, I know the yardage, right. Cause that's where I kind of got screwed up a little bit, but that's about nothing too crazy. We'll see how it goes in the simulator. Um, and you know, put the work in there and, you know, definitely do it once a week for this off season, just to see, but definitely the wedges are a must because I think with the bounce and everything like that, I'm kind of, I'm kind of screwing myself over. So I just want to, you know, sit there and see what I should be doing. Yeah. We'll, we'll get an update on the whole club switcheroo situation um, <laughs> in the spring. See if that happens. Um, don't you think that has something to do with, with your, with your like distance control switching? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. Without a doubt. Like going from the 699s to the 639s, going back to the 699s, like it's, it was dumb. I was stupid to do it. I, I just liked how the 639s looked in the bag. Very, very vain. Just a dumb thing to do. And the 699s are easily the better club to hit for me and how I play with my swing. So it was just, it was definitely dumb to try to just do that. They kind of screwed me up in the middle of the season. So I want to stick with what I got and, you know, go from there. Well, at least you have a plan in place. A little one. Yeah. How about you? Um, I'm going to say number three is getting a better feel the feel was was good before I stopped playing, but the 07 putter, I just need reps with it. Um, mm-hmm. When I was playing a lot and putting with it, I putted well. Um, when I didn't play and it was just inconsistent, I was just okay with it. Um, so I got to get the flat stick down, although it's still fairly new. So I would say the putter number two is the driver wrap. The driver has killed me <laughs> two years. It's absolutely killed me. So I might go get fitted for that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got to figure that out bad. And then number one, I would say is getting healthy. And that's, yeah. you know, whether that's doing bands or the yoga ball that I'm currently doing with the back situation, Sure, I would say just staying somewhat you know, nimble throughout the winter. That's a great point. So that, yeah. So that, you know, come springtime, it's not, you know, it doesn't take you two months to get into golf shape. Sure. Yeah. Um, Plus I'm, I'm kind of already packing on the pounds early in the hibernation season, which isn't great. Um, Get that beard going and let that. uh... Yeah. So definitely that's my number one concern right now. Um, I'd like to get back to, how I was hitting the ball years ago when I was like 
15 pounds lighter, um, mm-hmm. which was more of just, you know, a natural draw instead of this whole cut thing because I can't get through the ball because my hips and my, my belly. Um, so that's the plan. We're going to see what happens. Um, but those are, those are the top three things I'd like to get after this, this winter. Obviously I'd like to be out here more and, and, and do some work and dial in, like you said, um, wedges, irons, kind of polish those up and then, you know, get ready for the spring. Yeah, no, I think that's a great plan. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Rob. Well, next week we're probably going to be together, which is going to be good. Um, that should bring some laughs, but, uh, until next time, Rob, we'll, uh, we'll see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.